Yeah, Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you love us, that you died on the cross for our sin, Lord, that you rose again after three days victoriously so that we would also be able to go and be with you in heaven. And Lord, this morning, we thank you so much for all you've done this week, Lord. We thank you for those girls and guys who give their lives to the Lord last night, Lord, who knew you, or those 14 young people, Lord. We pray for them this morning, Lord. Lord, as they develop their, their relationship with you, Lord, that you would just come and be with them and on them. Father, we thank you for uh, Hannah and for Dan this morning, Lord, who are here with their two uh, newborn babies. Lord, we thank you. Yeah. Lord, we thank you for the miracle of that birth, Lord, and we just pray so much, Lord. We thank you that you've got a miracles, Lord. And Lord, as they journey this next stage, Lord, that you be with them, on them, and through them, and all that they have, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the miracles, Lord, of life's changed. Lord, for those that have uh, uh, struggled and gone into a deeper place, Lord, this week with you, Lord, would you come this morning and be with us, Lord, as we lift your word up, as we get baptized, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Why don't you grab a seat, guys? You can get one. If you've got one kind of beside you, maybe jump along. Uh, there's a few people standing at the back. If you've got a seat beside you, just stick a hand up, would you? If you don't mind. Yeah, we've got a seat, a couple of seats. We're a big crowd in this morning. If you're a visitor here, I know we've got a few, you're really, really welcome today. Thank you so much for coming to us. If you're friends and family with someone getting baptized today uh, and you're new to a kind of church like this, you're also very welcome. It's okay just to be yourself, don't worry. You don't have to do anything we do. Um, we're just a wee bit on the edge, all right? So, but honestly, you're really welcome today. If you're looking around, who are all these crazy people? Yes, that's us. We know we are, all right? But you're really, really welcome today. Honestly, you can do that. And um, why don't you uh, take a moment just to turn around and say hello to somebody? Uh, say high five, introduce yourself. Take a wee moment to do that this morning. And uh, <laughs> wipe. Uh, just a way of thanks for some folks. Um, hands up if you're here on Friday night. Who was here on Friday night? Yeah, hey, give those guys who, who did that a big round of applause. Just stunning. Uh, Leslie's, uh, Leslie's away this weekend, and uh, she just she put a production together if you were here. If you weren't here, you missed something spectacular on Friday night. I've got to tell you, it was incredibly moving, incredibly powerful, and really well casted. And uh, some of our own folks were involved with that. So uh, we'll maybe do something like that again next year. And uh, I promise you, you'll all want to, you know, don't miss it. And then uh, who was there yesterday? Who was there yesterday? Okay. Who ate more sweets than the kids? I know, I saw you. Uh, uh, we, we have our Easter day. So many families were so happy to have us all back. We haven't been able to do that for the last couple of years. But uh, we go down into the Antrim Forum running track yesterday. And I'm sure we had between 3,500, 4,000 people there and a lot of kids. I mean, 20,000 eggs went away very, very quickly, uh, 15 seconds, but uh, uh, it's good just to be able to bless, the, um, bless our town. And then last night, we had a youth event on here called Rise, and uh, um, uh, Mitch from Crown Jesus Ministries came, shared, and uh, 14 young people give their life to Jesus. So it was, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's so good. And uh, 
you know, I'm just, I'm so, you'll not know, but there's a group of people here who were the most unique bunch that came together last September and just started a youth ministry. And uh, we've had a, a group of young people coming here over the last few while, they've had weekends away, and many of them are here this morning. And uh, that's just, it, if, if you ever get a chance on a, on a Sunday night, just pop your head in and say hello. What they're doing is really, really good. So I'm so thankful. Give those guys who serve faithfully every Sunday a big round of applause, please. Good. And just our staff team, this has been one of the busiest weeks in 14 years of being a pastor I've ever had in church. I'm ready to fall, fall over. Uh, just been a lot going on. But I just, uh, I really want to thank our, our elders, our staff team, and the people who so faithfully show up. Uh, when they don't get paid, um, people come and volunteers. And, you know, there's a few people in this church that hold up a lot in the background. Um, people like Ian Watt, who you don't see. Uh, the guys in that back room. Sander does the cam cameras. Yeah. Uh, Craig and the guys on the signs, um, they're in here first thing, and uh, I just want to know that we love what you do, we appreciate it, and they make all of this stuff work, and I don't know what we would do if we didn't have them, so we're, we're just so thankful for you guys and everybody who helps out. I've got a couple of announcements for you, and I'm going to share a short sermon, and then we've got 12 people getting baptized this morning. Baptismal services are my favorite service, I'm so excited about that, uh, and what better day to do it than on Easter Sunday. But a couple of announcements for you. First of all, uh, next Sunday night, we'll have an evening service here. Um, if you've never been to our evening service, we tend not to do, uh, we kind of don't really know where we're going in that sense, that the Holy Spirit comes and we give him the freedom to move and, uh, and do that. So that's next Sunday night here at 7. We usually start about 7.30. We just pull the chairs back and make a space for us to come along and worship the Lord. Uh, we also might do some prophetic uh, next, next Sunday night. So uh, if you're around, you're, you're healed, you want to get healed, you're, you're sick, uh, that's the service for you to come to. And uh, not that you have to wait the next Sunday night to get healed, because we've got a Lord who raised, who can heal us this morning. So if you're sick, well, we have a prayer team here at the end. If you want prayer for anything, we would love to see you. That's next Sunday night um, on the 24th of April. And then uh, just an announcement for all you parents. Uh, one of the things that during COVID that we've really struggled in our new building to do was we've had to kind of, because we had to uh, do a lot of social distancing, uh, the kids have been going up from a very early part of the morning. And you'll remember in the school, one of the things that I love is that we can worship together as a family like we are today. So from the first Sunday in May, rather than putting the kids up straight away, we're going to do what we used to do previously in the school. So we're going to do the first couple of songs, and then we're going to release the kids, uh, because I think it's important that we worship together as a family. This isn't, you know, the church isn't separate. We don't have a kids, a kids church up there and church down here. They are the church, and we're all part of that. So from the first Sunday in May, we're going to be together here with the kids. And then after the second song, we'll hurry them all up and they'll head up on uh, and, and to their kids. I really want to encourage you to put your kids up there. Uh, just a couple of things. I, I, I think, I know we've grown up the last couple of years with COVID babies and they're a little bit clingy. But uh, what, one of the things that, that, that with the amount of growth that we're going on in church, and I don't mean numerically, I mean with the amount of babies being born, um, we, the, the guys are up there under pressure. But I would encourage you, we've got our great kids ministry up there, Stacy and uh, Florence and Jazz and those guys up there, they just, they, they just do really well. And I want to encourage you just to put your kids up in there. They'll, they'll not die, I promise. All right? Uh, we will give them back to you, but it is important that you put them up in there as we go forward, uh, as, as, uh, as we move on uh, into that. And finally, um, yep, our, our men's ministry on the uh, 26th of April, I can't believe I'm not here for this one. I'm actually away this week. I know, I know, they're glad. They did it on purpose because they know I'm a good shot. But... Uh, <laughs> They're, they're going to play pigeon shooting. Uh, that's the, I think it's this coming Friday. And uh, if you're in men's ministry, if you've never shot a shotgun, you want to go away for a bit of crack, where's John Walker? Where's John? Hi, right, there's John. 
If, you wanna, you wanna, if, you're, if you're a visitor here, you're more than welcome to join us. It's a bit of crack. We're heading out uh, uh, and we'll, we'll shoot off some, some uh, shotgun shells. And uh, you can imagine whoever that is all you want. Uh, you know, you're at church now, but then you can take all your aggression out in those clays, okay? So it's, uh, it's good. So that's the men's ministry this coming Friday. And finally, just our tithes and offering. If you're, uh, if you're a visitor here, please don't feel under any pressure. But uh, um, as we build a church, you know, God's been so faithful in what we do. This past week, there's been a huge investment going into what we do. Uh, we gave out 20,000 uh, sweet-filled eggs yesterday, bouncy castles, the whole bunch of things. And uh, we, we, we want to just bless the Lord um, and with our tithes and offerings. And God's been so faithful and so true in what we do. And I thank you for everybody who gives faithfully. Uh, there's a couple of ways that you can give. There's a little scan there, a QR code. They're on the doors. The way, if you just put your camera on that, that'll appear. Give you a little link to where you can uh, uh, do that. If you're a UK taxpayer and you're kind of old school and you want to do that, we've got a, a baskets at both the doors, little envelopes in that there. Just put your name and address on it. We're able to claim 25p back in every pound. And actually, it's the government's way of helping charities do what we do. Um, I had a, a politician call me uh, late on yesterday afternoon to thank me so much for, for, for what we do in our community in Antrim. And that actually yesterday was the only Easter event that was on uh, over the course of Easter in Antrim town. And uh, uh, so the council are phoning up to thank us for doing uh, large-scale events. So uh, we appreciate all that we do, and we want to continue to bless our community and all that we do. So thank you so much for your tithes and offerings. Um, uh, If you've got your Bible, why don't you turn with us? Today I want to preach from Romans chapter 6. And I know the kids are a bit noisy this morning, but that's okay. It's what a family service is. So uh, if you pay attention to me and not them, that would be good. All right. blinded by the light. That should turn down a little bit. Anyway, uh, from uh, uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so the grace may increase? By no means we are those who have died into sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that for all of those who uh, were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory uh, of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that we, our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. If we uh, uh, now, if we die with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. For we know that since Christ has raised us from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once and for all, but the, li- the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Jesus Christ. Therefore, do not let sin uh, reign in our mortal body so that we may desire those evil desires. Father, we thank you so much for your word. And this morning, Lord, would you come and be with us, Lord, as we delve into this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, the word baptism is an interesting word. It comes from a man called Nicander. And uh, he, he was the guy that first, uh, uh, first came up with pickles now, we call them gherkins, Americans call them pickles, all right? And uh, what he did was he would take a cucumber and he would put it in a, a pot and a vinegar. And what would happen is the vinegar would go into the pickle and the pickle would go into the vinegar. And now we have got pickles. Who picks them out at McDonald's? 
Who, who picks them out? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Though I'm warming on them, all right? Some of them are good ones. Uh, but what happened was this word baptism actually comes from that. It's the word baptizo, and it means to be fully immersed. And some of you are here this morning, and maybe you're kind of wondering a little bit about baptism or christening or, or what happens, but I want to share a little bit about what we believe here and why, why we believe that and why that's so important. Um, in our church here, we dedicate children to the glory of God. Well, why do we do that? Well, uh, we believe that as an adult or as a, certainly um, as, a older, uh, as an older person, that they at some point will make a decision to follow Jesus. And whenever someone makes a decision to follow Jesus, uh, they become a Christian, they get filled with the Spirit of God, and part of that journey is that they demonstrate what happens on the inside by going through the waters of baptism. And Romans 6 is an interesting uh, chapter. It's, it's, it's a lot of deep theology, which I won't go into this morning, all right? But what I do want to say is this, is that these people coming for baptism this morning are entering into three things. The first thing, they're going to come up here, and they're going to stand in front of all their friends and family, and they're going to declare that what Jesus has did in their life is powerful and true. What Jesus did in them it meant that their old self has gone, and they've entered into a new relationship for the first time with Jesus. And by, by going through that, this inward action, they're coming up today to stand in front of all of you, publicly declare that going through the waters of baptism, that actually they want to show you what's, what, they've, what they've achieved on the inside. They want to show you on the outside. And when someone chooses to do that, they go through that waters. It's this idea that when they come back out again, they are not the same person. I want to say this. This isn't just some wet witness. This is a spiritual action for something that happens on the inside. And when those folks go into this waters and they come back up again, something has changed. I was raised a Catholic, and I was sprinkled as a child. Many of you know you get sprinkled, and sometimes they call you names. Um, that, 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 that's, what some, 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 that's fine if that's what, what you had. But my wife grew up in the Brethren Church, and uh, for about four years, she kept nudging me and going, you're not getting baptized. And I kind of had this thing where I'm kind of, well, I am baptized. I, I kind of have done that. I did a, she, The Brethren came out one day, and she's like, you need to go and get baptized. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's do that. And I went and got baptized, and I can tell you, it, it's, it's, a, it's a mystery. But when I came out of that, I was changed forever. That became a very significant moment in my life. Why? Well, I don't really know why I was putting it off, but I was. But I knew that that day something changed inside of me. And it was spiritual and it was emotional. And later on, as we do this, you'll understand just how emotional this actually is. And you'll be wondering why, because just the Spirit of God moves through the place when we do this every single time that, that we've done that. The second thing that, as we come to Romans, that they do is that when they go into this water, they're going into a watery grave. Well, what do I mean when I say that? Well, there's this idea that the picture is that, that you go down into this watery grave, and there'll be a few who'll be tempted to leave in there for a little bit longer than I should, <laughs> until bubbles come up, you know? Uh, but what happens is they're going in there, and that's this picture of identifying with Christ's death. The picture today is of these guys identifying with what Christ did on the cross by going into that grave, going into that watery grave, and being raised up out of it is the picture of why we believe in full immersion baptism, that these folks go deep into this water where they're saying, I am dead to my old self. What is on the inside, I'm saying, is done. And they get raised up into new life. And when they come up out of that water, one of the things we want you to do is clap and go crazy and shout and cheer 
and just welcome them as they make that decision to do that. But it's really important that when we go through baptism, that when they go into that watery grave, that their old self is dead. I was at a, an, an old baptismal service one time. It was a Baptist church, and the, 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 the Baptist pastor was there, had an old lady. She was about 86. She'd given her life to the Lord, and she wanted to go through the waters of baptism. And he stood up, and he says, today we're going to crucify the old lady. And uh, what he was talking about was the old self, but it was just really funny. And, uh, uh, but there is this idea that, that when you go in this water, you, you leave stuff behind. A friend of ours many years ago that I baptized, a lady called Esther. Uh, Esther, uh, on the morning of baptism, came out, and she had two bag loads of stuff with her. I'm at two big uh, Tesco's bags full of stuff. I'm like, where are you going with them, Esther? We're getting baptized. We're in the sea down in Newcastle. And she says, this is all my tarot cards, my crystals, my books, my, my drug paraphernalia. Uh, this is my medication. This is everything. And today I'm taking the old self off and I'm going to leave it behind in the sea. And she went down into baptism. Yeah. And when she went into the sea, she just let go of the bags. And she came up out of that water. And I tell you, she never looked back from that day to this. That's the power of the death and resurrection of Christ. And these people today are identifying with that. That's what they're identifying with. And then finally, the other thing that they're saying to you is that they've got a new life. Now, let me tell you what that new life means. That new life doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect, okay? Because many of you know that's not what this is about. This life is that, that it's because they're imperfect that they recognize their need of a Savior. It's because they don't get it right that they make a decision to go through the waters of baptism. And I want to say to you this morning, before I release these guys to go and get changed, the best decision I ever made in my life at the age of 16 was to invite Jesus Christ into my life, where I identified in that moment with his death and resurrection. And some of you here today, and some of you, you've, you've tried the world. You know what I discovered? The, real, the, the world's a real nice place to go and visit, but I don't want to ever live there. And too many people live in a world of depression, sickness, and hopeless. And there's an epidemic of mental health out there today where they're hopeless, they're down, they're desperate. I want to tell you there's a hope this morning. There's a hope today for anyone who's in that place. Is Jesus. I can tell you we see miracle after miracle in this place weekly where people come in, they give their lives to the Lord, they deal with their rubbish, and they come out the other side. And I can tell you the life that Jesus promised you when you, when you invite him into your life changes your life irrevocably forever. And I don't mean in this life, I also mean in the next. And this morning, at the end of this, you'll get an opportunity, if you want, for one of our team to stand here and pray with you. And it's really simple. People go, well, how do I do this? I've tried it years ago and it never really worked. Or I've been brought up in the church and somebody has hung me over hell for 45 minutes. Anybody ever been to one of those church services? They dangle you over hell and they tell you, and then you, you're feared for your life, so you become a Christian. I don't ever want to do that. Hell is a real place, and our sin will take us there. But I want to tell you about a hope this morning. I want to tell you about a Jesus who died and rose again just for you. That when you understand who he is and you invite him into your life, that you too were raised with him, and you will never look back, you will never go back. And this morning, you can know him. You can know him so tightly. You can ask him into your heart. And then and those, same of those young people who made that decision, the, the 12 people are getting baptized today have made that decision we got six young people getting baptized today. 
and Stacey and Jazz have been up there with them working over the last few months and talking to them, we've worked with the parents, and they're going to come down in here today because they know, because they know that they love the Lord. And they know that they needed to repent of something in order to go through the waters of baptism. And today, it's really simple. You want to know Christ, that's all you got to do. It's simple. You say sorry for the, the stuff you've done, the stuff that's held you back, the stuff that's entangled you. And then you invite Jesus into your life. It's a really simple thing. It's kind of like, I'm not going to do it my way anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to invite him in. I'm going to let him uh, be the Lord of my life. And then there's a really cool bit that a lot of churches leave out. I don't understand why, because I couldn't do it without him. But there's a last bit where we invite the Holy Spirit into our lives. And it's the Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Christ from the dead, comes into you and lives in you. That's why we are able to live our lives the way that we do. And when you encounter the Holy Spirit, your life is never the same again. And these folks have encountered the Holy Spirit. And because of those decisions that they made, they've chosen to go through the waters of baptism. And baptism isn't a new thing. All the way through the Old Testament, uh, before you could go to be cleansed in the, in the temple, one of the things they had to do is they had to go down and purify themselves. And if you've ever been out to Israel, you see them, you walk down in the big hole, you get washed, and you come back up again. You see it pictures time and time again of the Reed Sea crossing when the waters part it and by going through the waters into a new season. You see it when, um, uh, when Moses handed over the baton and, uh, and you see uh, the Israelites go into a new season. Why? Going through the waters of baptism. And God was very careful about what he did. And today, you too can have the freedom that God gives if you choose to do that. I would love you to know Jesus the way I do. I'd love you to know him the way that some of the people in this church do. Because if you did, you would never look back. I've never spoken to a Christian, even them that have gone away from the Lord, that ever regret it, asking Jesus into their lives. I'm going to invite our worship band back up again. That was short-lived. I'm going to ask the, uh, the guys who are getting baptized just to head off now and get changed. Uh, some of the folks have asked somebody to help them, so you need to go as well. And uh, as, we, as we do this, uh, the guys are going to worship. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't do well with the inleading worship. Um, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll move into baptisms.
Linda, do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Angelica, in the confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I do. Gabrielle, in confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? I do. <laughs> Gareth, on confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I do. Tiana, on confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Is your Lord and Savior? I do. David, on confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. church about this time last year to fit this air conditioned unit and uh, last year he became a Christian uh, because I <laughs> we stood we, we stood and had a conversation here while he was supposed to be working and uh, at his baptism last last year or just earlier on this year uh, his sister came Mrs. Claire and uh, she came, came to Alpha course fell of a church and just a few weeks back gave her life to the Lord And uh, it's so powerful when 
you see God work through families like this. And I love that Jacob's here today to be able to baptize his sister with us. All right? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I do. Declare on confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. I do. Kathleen, on confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? I do. Nathan, on confession of your faith, we baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. I sure do. Paul, on confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
that's uh, 12 folks uh, baptized today. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to get changed. We're going to do another worship song, and then we're going to invite these guys back. We get them all up the front, and we're just going to pray for them. Uh, so if you're kind of want to be involved in that, come up, lay a hand on them, pray for them. Um, other than that, we're going to finish with one more worship song, and then that's our service done for today. Thank you so much for coming. Give these guys all a big round of applause. Come on.